0: The Gravity Leadership Podcast is curated conversations on what it looks like to practically orient our lives and our leadership in the love of Christ, the gravity that holds everything together.
1: This is us recording. Yep, we pushed the button. Gravity Leadership Podcast, episode... 300? No, 40, it's 50-something. 50 50-something.
2: 50 50-something. But uh, the, the anniversary we're celebrating is that we released our first three episodes of this podcast all at once on March 14th, 2018. And this episode is uh, being released on March 12th, 2019. So it's basically our year anniversary this it's, week.
3: Yeah. We're,
2: we're basically amazing. We're, <laughs> we're just... We're so... <laughs> One no. year, guys no i'm uh. i'm uh I'm less impressed with us and more just uh I don't know I'm just thinking about like it's it seems crazy that it's been uh, an entire year, and then in another sense, it seems like well this is what we do every week <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it seems like we've always been doing this right I suppose we have though because uh in a sense we we have these conversations we just started recording them right you know, kind of for more uh, general audiences so
1: right, yeah, yeah, we've just been scheduling them in and and putting them out for posterity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah hey, posterity. anyway, way to go, everybody. Yeah. Hardman, congratulations.
3: I'm, I'm impressed with us, Ben. <laughs> oh, all right. It, all right. I didn't. we no. recorded this every week. We, it's, did, it. It's we did it. It's been fun. It's been fun to it. do
1: this. We are actually beginning today a new series. It's not really a year anniversary series, but... No. But if you're into those kinds of things, you can consider it that. Uh, we're going to start talking about Power. And our relationship to power as Christians, and all the ways that impacts and affects us in our world, we're going to set that up today. Mm. Uh, the first of two introductory podcasts on that, and then have a lot of interviews and conversations about that. But first, before we jump into that, I thought it'd be nice just to share a bit maybe if you guys are up for it like what what are you reading these days mm. what are you, what are, what is exciting you or filling your mind with all kinds of good stuff. Hartman, what are you reading this year? Uh,
3: I, I am just finishing a book called The Book of Questions by Warren Berger. Hmm. Um, and I've actually really enjoyed it. It's, uh, f- it. it's really great for coaching. It's helped me uh, think through good coaching questions and discernment huh. questions. Like, huh. uh, here's some questions when you're stuck, those kinds of things. It's not actually a, a book about faith, um, but it's a book about curiosity and questions and
2: that's yeah, a, I've enjoyed great. it. That's yeah. a huge part of uh, what we train leaders to do, incidentally. Yeah, right. It's just getting curious about people's lives, about their own lives. There's uh, there's gold in them there hills.
1: That's rad. We just had an email this week asking us about questions,
2: didn't we? It was a I think it was a text message, but oh. but it was it was a message of like, Some hey, do you have written... a list of yeah, you have a, list, you have of a list of questions, so we could recommend that book to this person who asked for a list of questions. The Book of Maybe. Questions yeah. by The Book of Questions, book of
3: Questions. Warren Berger Berger
2: Berger How is it B E R G E R
3: B E R
2: G E R How about B U R G E R How about you? Uh, okay, so I'm uh, I felt a little sheepish uh, saying this because this is kind of a nerdy book, but I'm reading a book called The Flesh of the Church, Flesh of Christ, and it's basically an cle- by a guy named uh, I think it's a French guy. It's a translation by a guy named J M R Tillard. And most people think I'm saying Tellyard, but that's not him. This that's, is a different guy. This is a different guy? Yeah, J.M.R. Uh, Tillard. And it's basically an ecclesiology of communion, uh, and it really is blowing my mind. When you it's say ecclesiology really of
1: good... communion, you mean like... Uh... Unpack that, because you're using lots so, of big words. Uh, yeah, sorry. That's my job on this podcast, uh, is I know. words. So, <laughs> the,
2: so a lot of times, when people say ecclesiology, what they're referring to is the structure of the Church, or the governance of the Church, like how is the Church governed? Yeah. They're talking like, okay, do you have bishops, or an elder board, or what do you have? But uh, this guy's saying, actually, uh, prior to, underneath, and more importantly than how the Church is governed and structured, is, is to be able to describe what the Church is in its being— ontology is another mm. uh, kind of big word for mm. that. But what is the church in its being? And he basically lays out this argument that like the hierarchy is important, sure, how we're governed is important, but uh, you can't actually ask any of those questions until you begin to ha- uh, ask the questions of, like, what is the church in its essence? And basically he's saying, in its essence, is the church is a communion. Uh, it's the body of Christ. Christ is the head. We're all members. So there's this, like, uh, mystical connection that we have with one another in the body of Christ and with Christ. And then from that point, we can start to talk about what do we do on Sundays and who should you know, be in charge and things Excellent. like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful book. It's a little uh, dense. It is you pretty know, nerdy. Reader be warned. Yeah, but it is it's a nerdy. great book. Um, How about you, Matt?
1: Well, I'm, I, I'm, uh, I actually take some, you guys do this too, but I've been taking more of the lead in scheduling people to get on this power. Um, podcasting scheduling interviews, scheduling stuff, interviews, yeah. and so I'm reading two books for upcoming interviews. Uh-huh. Can I mention those? Sure. Uh, the first is The Bible. You guys heard of it? Oh, yeah. wow. You, <laughs> you you we, just, got, we got just Jesus Bible, on the
2: show. Jesus juked
1: him. you, just got Bible <laughs> juked. No, uh, the first is a book by our friend Adam Gustine called Becoming a Just Church. Oh, yeah, cultivating communities of God's Shalom. Um, mm. And we're going to have Adam on the podcast in a few weeks.
2: We actually had him on uh, six months ago. We did. Or so. Yep. Maybe it was l- even longer than that. But he's,
1: he's got a lot of good things to say. He does. Um. And then I'm also reading Postcards from Babylon, which is Brian Zahn's latest mm. book about being a Christian in empire and how that shapes and forms us and yeah. the pitfalls and potentials that come That's from great. that. They're both, and we're going to interview him too, yeah? Yep. We're going to have Brian back on the podcast as well. So those are exciting it's actually that's excellent. Yeah, it's actually fun when you get to read books for interviews that you want to read anyway. Yeah. yeah that's like, kind of cool. It's not like school where you have to read books that you don't want to read.
2: Yeah. And then you get to have a conversation with the author about the book rather than just like write a book report or, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's great. That's cool. We should probably do that more often just to let people know what we're reading. What's kind of.
2: Yeah. I think that's that, whenever somebody on a podcast I'm listening to says, What are you reading? My ears perk up. It's interesting.
1: All right. Yeah. Okay, well, let's jump in then to this maybe introductory podcast. Yeah. Over the last several years, we talk about this offline a lot, and we've talked about it on social media and and just in our in our relationship friendship, guys. But um, there have been a a hell ton of church scandals. A plethora. Mm -hmm. A plethora. A plethora. A A A lot of. Like, um, so just off the top of my head, like, Mm -hmm. um, over the last 10 years, you know, the Roman Catholic Church has had uh, tons of abuse that's come out, and Mm it sort of like comes in waves, right? You've got this first wave and a second wave, and now there's a a book released that I was reading a review of that talks about how rampant uh, sexual abuse is in the Vatican and yeah. it's a just bombshell and a lot of my family and friends are catholics and they're they're disillusioned and discouraged they're mm-hmm. um you know heart sick about it we have people at our church Ben, who've come from the catholic church because yep. of this right because, yeah <clears throat> um you know and on you may be on the other side of the coin, you've got the Southern Baptist Convention having uh, this bombshell Houston article Mm. released in the last several weeks about uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cases of what was sexual abuse that did not get reported to authorities, and uh, people who perpetrators, uh, alleged perpetrators got shuffled around to different churches. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you've um, got—I spent a lot of time in the Chicagoland area— uh, about 10 years ago, and two of the largest churches with the biggest footprints in the Chicago suburbs were Harvest Bible Chapel uh-huh. and Willow Creek. And they've both had these huge scandals in the last yeah. year, two years, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. You know, just in the last month, uh, the, the founding pastor of Harvest Bible Chapel, James McDonald, who had uh, a really well-known popular radio ministry, walked through the word for years. I'm sure if you've if you've ever listened to Caleb, you've probably heard James McDonald's voice, right? Mm-hmm. And he and he's planted um, dozens of churches all over the country yeah. that are filled with Harvest Bible Chapel. He was, you know, uh, fired. He was uh, put on leave by his elder board um, for uh, abuse of power, yeah. basically. Yeah. And then, um, you know, uh, most people are familiar with what's going on at Willow Creek and Bill Hybels being fired. And um, just just today, uh, Willow Creek released their findings of their internal um, investigation on everything that happened with, you mm. know, Bill Heibel's inappropriate relationships with some women on staff, but also the culture of fear mm. that he um, yes. that he created at Willow Creek. And so, this advisory group. I'm just going to read just this small part here. Advisory group found uh, the women who've accused Bill Hybels credible. They found Bill Hybels guilty of verbal and sexual behaviors, verbal abuse of both women and men, and an assortment of power problems, Hmm. creating a culture of fear. And what struck me as I read this uh, article, we'd already planned to do this podcast uh, series months ago, but if there's any Christian leader in the last 30 years who had earned our trust about leadership, it's yeah. Bill Hybels. Yeah. Right? So he, he started the Global Leadership Summit. Is that what it's called? I think it's that's what it's called. I think that's right. And it was multicast in all kinds of churches. It's been a huge thing for at least 10 years, if not 20. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just struck me that all of the paragons for what leadership and power should look like in the kingdom, they are systematically failing us. Hmm. Yeah. One by one, you know— Every authority, a system structure person that we've looked to, whether we're Catholic or Baptist or, you know, just non-denominational Protestant, um, every, like if we just listen to radio preachers, like all these authority figures that we give our trust to and who mm-hmm. have some kind of power or influence over us, they're being exposed as not only not experts on leadership, right, but abusive in yeah. damaging leaders, yeah, isn't that isn't that mind blowing?
2: It is. It's like a, <laughs> it's a it's a new situation. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's interesting that all this stuff. I mean, it, it's interesting that it's all coming out too at the same time as the, all this stuff in Hollywood. Yeah, all Harvey this stuff, Weinstein and yeah. Aziz
1: Ansari. And, and, right, and, and you uh, see Louis it in CK different K- sector,
2: and, like the government sector as well. Like all this, you know, all this revelation of all this uh, abuse of power, and that seems to be the common thread through through it all is an abusive power.
1: Yeah. So we have this cultural moment where we are, maybe people aren't being abusive now and they never were, but we have eyes to see it mm-hmm. and we're no longer complicit or being silent yeah. about it. Hartman, does this, are you, does this blow your mind a bit that this is all hap- uh, like happening absolutely. right now?
3: Absolutely. And I I think you could take it into any sector. I mean, you think about like my wife works in banking and finance, uh, the Wells Fargo situations like there's there's these constant situations of abuses of power, of uh, greed, of I mean, just all of these pictures of broken leadership and broken leadership structures. Uh, and, and I'm curious to see what the consequences of that becomes for the people that are following right mm. do we do we hide do we just get um, cynical and, and mistrust all leaders in all spaces? Right. you know like right. there's there, there is damage that is happening because of these things in yeah. this cultural moment that yeah. I don't know that we have seen yet or that we quite understand or that's, fully comprehend yet.
2: That's good. Yeah, Ben. And I, I think the other temptation, and this is part of the reason we want to do this series, um, because like we could say like look at all these crazy scandals, and then and then by the same token go, well, what does that have to do with us? You know, like how mm-hmm. can you how can we talk about these things if we're not going to just you know bash those terrible people out there who are doing these terrible things, right? Or if we're just going to hide from it? And so um, I think one of the one of the things that happens inside of us is that we we look at a situation, you know, like all the stuff you just named, Matt. We look at that situation and we think, oh, wow, I thought they were a good guy, but I guess they're a bad guy. So mm. don't be bad. Don't be, a, don't be a bad individual leader. Yep. Like, that's the answer. Don't be a bad individual leader. But we think there's something deeper at work here. There's something more systemic at work. We think there's something about the way that we as Christians have learned to think about power that made those... You know, those those situations are extreme in some ways, right? They're, they're sort of—and they're because they're happening to big churches and, and famous leaders, you know, we know about them. But this kind of thing happens in small churches. This yep. kind of thing happens in house churches. This yep. thing ha- happens in families. Yep. Like, this kind of stuff happens all the time because, Happens in Arby's, <laughs> right? Well, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I'm just saying, there's no segment of society untouched. Like, even Arby's. Government, Hollywood, Arby's. Yes. Um, right. So it happens. Right. It happens. It happens everywhere. And I and I think part of it is a function of the way that we have thought about and inhabited and held power as Christians, yeah. which made it seem uh, in the moment th- these people aren't like in the moment the people who make these choices aren't doing so because they're trying to hurt people, because they're evil at their core. Yes, Bill
1: Hybels didn't plant a church so he could ruin tens of thousands of people's lives. that's not why he did it, right?
2: Nope, And so there's something about the way we think about and inhabit power that makes all of these decisions that we can look back on and say, wow, how terrible, in the moment that seemed like the right thing to do, that seemed like the prudent thing to do, it seemed like the expedient thing to do, and that's what we want to talk about. Like, what is it about the way we think about power that makes those you know, things prevalent, common, you know, for for all of us.
1: Yes, and not just not just like what what is the way we think about power that that creates, uh, you know, like a Bill Hybels or a James McDonald, right? Uh-huh. But why, like, let's just say you Ben uh, Ben and Ben and Matt, why are we so attracted to that kind of power? Mm-hmm. It's not like these people had small platforms. And, you know, like a David Koresh, this cult leader from, you know, Waco, Texas, like he, he abused power, but he only had like 40 people who actually, you know, bought into it, right? So the damage he created was rather small. But like, we're talking about like tens of thousands of people. Yeah. When they see this abusive power, maybe don't have language for why it's abusive. That's mm-hmm. part of it. But the other part of it is they're drawn to it. They yeah. they they desire to be around people who inhabit and embody power in that way, mm. which yes, is yes,
3: we're 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 power hungry.
1: Right? Yeah, which is also so, part of this phenomenon.
3: Yeah, yeah. So even in the uh, even in a sense where we we see Christian culture where there is any sort of advantage or power gained, uh, political power or cultural power or anything. We pursue that power, and so we pursue that competency that comes out of those leaders that give us any bit of that power. Mm. So if we can take any ground, it's it's like a by any means necessary. We'll take that ground because we're we're hungry for that same kind of power.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that this brings out a lot of the uh, a lot of what the problem is in these situations. It isn't just one bad apple so to speak it isn't just one bad leader but it's a whole system that enables and empowers and hides like the actions of that leader yeah. like there's a whole system yeah, it's good you know including people who follow and who are attracted to this leadership there's a whole system that that props it all up um that the these these leaders can never act alone they have to there's a system right, right? and recruit, part of that
1: yeah they recruit and groom enablers yeah
2: yeah and part of that then you know Part of that, then, is the system or those who are attracted, those of us who are attracted to that power, like, we become complicit because it just becomes unimaginable that, that now nah, that couldn't really have been happening anymore, right. you know? Right. And we dismiss allegations and all kinds of stuff that, again, we've seen happen over and over yep. in these churches.
1: So, so the purpose, then, of this series isn't to dunk on Bill Hybels. Right. 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 I, I, uh, I mean, bless the man.
3: Yeah. And Plus, I think our response to these things is just as revealing as the struggle with power. Hmm. The way that we react to this, and like Ben, what you were saying of, we react to it as say like, well, there's a dark side and a light side and that guy's obviously evil. And so we can't do, it. you know, that's, th- right. that's not in me. There's none of that in me. I uh-huh. I could never do any of those kinds of things. Right. Or we we respond to it by like, um, I, I've seen so many people with the hybels thing. They just murder the... The methods, right? So that's all those big churches, right? There's no way a right. big church could ever be holy. There's no way, you know, right. this. And, and so we, we, we respond to it in ways that's also revealing um, just culturally hmm. of what's going on in us. Yeah. Uh, and, and we don't ever, we don't ever respond to these issues and just get curious, uh, yeah. right. The What's William, happening? the Burke book of questions, Warren burger, right? Like, <laughs> yeah like we don't, we don't dig yeah. in and just get curious. And that's one of the reasons I'm super excited about this series guys is, is just getting curious about this mm-hmm. and digging in and asking some, some questions about culture and about leadership and about ourselves.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, so we want to do that. We want to ask why, um, what is it about this kind of power that is so attractive? How does it, uh, impact us? What areas of life? We've mostly talked about, uh, you know, churches uh, and mm-hmm. Arby's, but like it's, it, it impacts other things as well, right? So power impacts how men and women relate to each other. That's right. Power impacts how white people and black people relate to each other. Yeah. Power impacts how um, people who identify as LGBTQ identify with people who are heterosexual. It, it impacts that relationship. as with gender, yeah, right? Adults and children. Adults and children. It uh, impacts— Republicans and Democrats. Republicans and Democrats. And mm-hmm. what, what is power? So we, we, we don't want to just uh, blame the church for this. Church is caught up in a larger cultural phenomenon. But we do want to peel back the layers of the ways in which this—we'll uh, call it an ungodly orientation in power, to power— Mm-hmm. How it impacts all these different mm-hmm. aspects yes. of our humanhood, yes, of our human personality, yeah. And we'll take a look at this, you know, um, week after week, yeah, and maybe create sort of a a, a mosaic mm-hmm. of what we can discern about that.
2: Yeah, yeah. And just uh, two more things that I want to make sure we we say here at the outset. Number one, like the reason we want to talk about this is that. Uh, you know, one of the things we talk about, we, we train leaders to lead like Jesus, right? To make disciples and, and to live in the way of Jesus. And this is a crucial aspect of being able to do this well, no matter if you're just leading, uh, you know, kids in your family, or you're leading a, a church with hundreds of people. it It is crucial for us to navigate and be aware of these power issues um, and how they are affecting kind of the way that we see everything. So, so it's it's key for us to be able to live like Jesus, lead like Jesus, uh for us to be able to discern these issues. Um and uh I forgot the second thing. Maybe it'll come back <laughs> to me. Anyway.
1: <laughs> maybe it's not important. I don't know, maybe it's not important. Well good thing maybe it's a series. The, yeah,
2: it'll come up on the next one, maybe okay. if it's uh if it's super important. All right. So, anything yeah. anything else, oh, Hardman? I just oh, wait. remembered what it was. Uh, wait a minute, hang yeah, me, yeah. Me come on, me run that back. Yeah, anything else, drinky? Oh yeah, yeah. One more thing that I forgot earlier. <laughs> um, yeah, and its uh, I think the other thing that I want to say is that we have convictions about how the good news of Jesus actually speaks to these issues. So this isn't yeah. just a cultural anthropology exercise where we're like, hmm, how do we think about power and let's, let's think about it better? But we're actually trying to say, like, what does Jesus have to say about this? What does he show us in the Gospels? What does the New Testament reveal about uh, the way that God calls us into inhabiting power. How does God inhabit power? What does it mean that God has power? How does He show us that? And then how does He uh, then give us that uh, in in His authority and and all that kind of thing? So that's part of what we want to do is say like, how how do we learn to lead in a new way? Yeah. You know, how can we? Is this inevitable? We just have to sort of hope we don't you know end up abusing power one day. Yeah. Or is there a way out of this? Can we learn to discern these things and and practice? Uh, leadership, power, in a new
1: way. Well, good thing I've been reading the Bible recently. <laughs> it's one of my books. No, so we're not yeah. just deconstructing and critiquing, yeah. but we yeah, want to construct right. and paint yes. a proactive like picture we can move towards. Amen. Yeah? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Well, friends, you're welcome That's to come along with us. Yeah. Um, you know, As we go, we'll be sharing stories. It's hard to share stories of being in positions of Churches, maybe, um, or families where we have experienced abusive power. It's complicated, it's right? very hard. To, to, take a private, mm-hmm. to take a private happening and make it public without somebody else being able to speak to it. Yeah. Um, all three of us have experienced abusive mm-hmm. leadership power, mm-hmm. and we're going to try to find ways to share parts of those stories as we go and hear from others who feel like they're in a place to share those stories, because yeah. we need that. We need permission mm-hmm. to own and name what's happened. So yeah. we look forward to this. Uh, we hope that you will uh, benefit from it and participate in it. So yeah. give us give us your feedback and thoughts. We'd love to share it. Even if it's anonymously, we can mm-hmm. share anonymously. I think your story could help others. So just email us at podcast at gravityleadership.com, and we will see you, well, you will hear us <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> next week. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. We'll see you next
2: week. Well, I just said it again. Yeah. yeah. It's part it's, of... It, it's, uh, it's like a cultural... Uh, Hi, good to see you, even though I'm recording my voice into a...
3: It is weird to say, you'll hear us next week.
2: You'll hear us next week.
1: Oh, I'll be talking at your ear hole next week. Oh, you'll hear
2: from us next week.
3: (laughs) It doesn't doesn't seem right.
2: No, it doesn't. It seems ominous.
3: (laughs) Can we just say goodbye, friends? Goodbye, friends. Goodbye, Goodbye, friends. Goodbye, friends.
0: Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Gravity Leadership Podcast. If you enjoy learning from this podcast, please be sure to show your support by rating, reviewing, and subscribing on iTunes. Be sure to share with your friends on social media too. And we would love to hear from you. So please email us at podcast at gravityleadership.com. You can join our online community for free at gravityleadership.com slash join. You'll get our latest content delivered straight to your inbox as well as an email most Fridays with curated links to articles we found interesting or helpful. To join us, go to gravityleadership.com join.